those of you who are teachers out there this morning can probably relate to the experience of grading essays during exam time. It's that daunting task of reading page upon page upon page of your students writing, trying to decipher what it is that they wrote. Goes on for hours, goes on for days. Those of you who are teachers know what I'm speaking about. There was an English professor who was in the middle of grading the essays of his students. And as he was going through one of his students' essays, his student had inadvertently inserted a blank page in the middle of his essay. And so this English professor was rather bored and tired of reading all these different essays, and he just started to write on this blank page. And what he wrote there became one of the greatest works of English fiction. This English professor, his name is J.R.R. Tolkien, and the work that was written or began that day we all know as The Hobbit. Those of you who have seen the movie, it's probably fresh on your mind. It came out during Christmas time. Those of you who haven't seen the movie have probably at least heard about this book that was written by J.R.R. Tolkien, a Catholic. And I had the opportunity to go see this movie over the Christmas holidays, the third part of The Hobbit. And we all have our favorite scenes, we all have our favorite characters, some of us like the elves, some of us like the dwarves, some of us like the dragon, we like more action, some of us like the elf queen, or maybe Legolas' girlfriend, depending if you're a guy or a girl. We identify with different characters within The Hobbit, but I think we forget that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote his book and titled it The Hobbit for a reason the central figure of his work is actually the hobbit and that might sound like a real basic statement but i think when we're watching the movie when we're reading the book it's easy to forget that it's easy to get lost in all the fiction and forget that jr tolkien had a purpose behind his book that because of his christianity he was catholic there are so many elements that are woven, Christian elements that are woven into the story. And I've read things over the years, and I remember that J.R.R. Tolkien said, the Hobbit, that character, is supposed to represent the common, everyday, humble person. That's why hobbits live in holes in the ground. That's why hobbits are short and they're close to the ground. That's why hobbits have big feet, because their feet, being so large, touch a lot of the ground. That's why hobbits like earthly things, the cheeses, the good foods, the things that grow from the ground. Those of you probably remember from a couple weeks back when I was speaking about John the Baptist and humility, the word humility comes from the Latin word for ground. It means one who is grounded in the truth, one who has his feet on the ground, one who doesn't think that he's better than he is, and he's one who doesn't think that he's less than he is. It's a person who is living in the truth, grounded, grounded in the truth. That's where that word humility comes from. And hence, why hobbits are the perfect image of that. They're earthy. 
live in the ground. They're short. They're close to the ground. Their feet touch the ground. They love things that grow from the ground. The hobbit is a humble, common man figure. And J.R.R. Tolkien, in his story, The Hobbit, portrays how it's only the humble that is able to defeat evil in the world. Those of you who have seen the later trilogy that Tolkien spent 14 years writing, right, The Lord of the Rings, you'll see that Frodo, Bilbo's son, is the one who's able to carry the ring. He's the only one who is able to carry the ring and destroy evil forever because he is a humble creature. Bilbo is the only one who is able to go destroy the dragon which represents evil and destroy, wipe out this evil because he is humble. He's not, he's not allured by this dragon sickness, this greed that affects men, dwarves, everyone else. God can destroy evil only through the humble. Today, the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, it ends this Christmas season in the church. And all of our readings are saturated with this message of humility. The first reading from the prophet Isaiah is from what we call the servant songs, this mysterious figure of the servant of Yahweh. The Jews always interpreted that servant of Yahweh in the book of Isaiah as the Messiah who would come. And in today's reading from the book of Isaiah, we hear that this servant of Yahweh is one who will not cry out. He is one who will not shout out. He will not break the bruised reed. He will not quench the smoldering wick. He is humble. He is not aggressive. He is not proud. We see in our gospel passage... John the Baptist, the first thing he says is, I am not worthy to unfasten the sandal of Jesus Christ. The humility of John the Baptist. And then Jesus, Jesus who comes and he willingly wants to accept this baptism of repentance. Repentance from what? He's the Son of God. He has no sin. But he wants to identify with my humanity to such a degree that he humbles himself and goes down into that water and becomes sin, so to speak. He takes upon himself our sinful humanity. It's permeated with humility. That God is able to destroy the sin in this world, the evil, through the humble. But here's the second piece. It's not enough to be humble for God to use me to destroy the evil in this world. It's not enough to simply be humble. Yes, it's the first step. But it's not enough for Bilbo to be Bilbo and enjoy his little hobbit hole for Smog the dragon for evil to be wiped out. It never would have happened had not Bilbo set out on the adventure. We forget the subtitle of The Hobbit. And the subtitle that's commonly placed there because Bilbo makes it the, the title of his story within the book is there and back again. The story of a hobbit. 
That's why in the movie there's so much of a crescendo to that moment where Bilbo finally decides to leave the Shire. And they ask him, where are you going? And he says, I'm going on an adventure. My dear brothers and sisters, the same happened today. Jesus Christ did not simply come into the Jordan and humble himself and show us that he wanted to become like me. He wanted to identify with my sinful humanity. That's not the only thing that Jesus Christ did. It was the beginning of his public ministry. It was the beginning of Jesus Christ leaving the comforts of Nazareth, leaving his normal daily routine that he had enjoyed for 30 years. And he sets out to destroy sin. The same is true in my life. But it doesn't imply that I necessarily have to leave home. It doesn't imply that I necessarily have to do something amazingly extraordinary and go to some far distant land. No, what does it mean to set out on that adventure to destroy evil? It means I have to be willing to leave behind the comfort of what I'm used to. That is, ask myself, what is the dragon in my life? What is that evil? What is the sin that is in my life that I'm not willing to leave my little hobbit hole for? Because it's, this routine's just so comfortable. I've been doing it year after year after year, the same things over and over again ask myself, what is that dragon? What is that sin that I know is there that I say, ah, I'm just afraid to set out to change that. And set out to change it. I think that's the message of this baptism of the Lord. The first thing is that we must be humble. We must be grounded in truth. But the second thing, evil will never, ever disappear. God will not use me to destroy evil unless I'm willing to take one step out of my hobbit hole. One step out of the routine that I've grown accustomed to. Maybe it's one step in kindness towards those that drive me crazy. Maybe it's one step in my studies when I've grown accustomed to laziness at school. Maybe it's one step in my professional life where I've grown used to, well, the boss isn't going to catch me anyway. Maybe it's one step across my lawn to encounter my neighbor who I do not know and say, why won't you come with me? I want you, what, how can I help you? What is it that I can help you with? What is it that you need? How can I share the faith with that person that needs it most? I think that's the message for this Sunday. Let's ask our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, give me the strength to imitate you in humility and in mission. J.R. Tolkien, being a Catholic, wove this story of the Hobbit to imitate the Christian life and the Christian life is nothing other than an imitation of Jesus Christ. So what is true of the hobbit is true for me. When I'm willing to set out on that adventure, there and back again.
I will be deeply changed. 